Yo, what's up, everybody? Yo, how you doing? Listen, I hope everyone's safe during this time during coronavirus. I'm uh, praying for you and your families, wishing you all the best. Um, Listen, today's show is a special one. Yeah, this man has won multiple tournaments, um, has traveled internationally. Um, He's somebody who has seen many, many years of dance. Yeah, in many different arenas. I first met this young man at uh, at an AOV audition, Academy of Villains. Shout out Farside and Crystal. Um, and we met and we've been friends ever since. He brought me around Crump. He showed me the ways um, and really directed me in a place and towards a direction where I could really, you know, where I could really succeed. So for that, I'm forever grateful. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. Dante, a.k.a. Dread. Yo, what's up, everybody? Yo, how you doing? Listen, I hope everyone's safe during this time during coronavirus. I'm uh, praying for you and your families, wishing you all the best. Um, Listen, today's show is a special one, yeah? This man has won multiple tournaments, um, has traveled internationally. Um, He's somebody who has seen many, many years of dance. Yeah, in many different arenas. I first met this young man at at an AOV audition, Academy of Villains. Shout out Farside and Crystal. Um, And we met and we've been friends ever since. He brought me around Crump. He showed me the ways... Um, and really directed me in a place and towards a direction where I could really, you know, where I could really succeed. So for that, I'm forever grateful. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. Dante, a.k.a. Dread. Yo, Dread, can you hear me, brother? Yeah, man, I'm trying to. I got to get my, my earphones, you know, get them situated over here, being a, a wild person over here doing a whole bunch of stuff at my house. Let me grab my headphones and head out where the sun is because, you know, I live in a cave now. Yeah. You know, Dreadman has always lived in a cave. So, you know, when you live in a cave, you know, like you get bad reception in certain areas. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I feel you. Uh yeah, man, I, and I feel like we all living in the cave right now, especially with fucking quarantine and stuff going on. It's like we're all locked in a hole. Man, and for me, it's, it's, it's crazy because even for me with this quarantine, it's, it's a little bit more dire for me. I'm pretty sure I'll end up talking about it at some point, but it's, it's way different. It's a little different for me right now. Just because of the severity of everything, and you know, you personally know, already know why, but just living the life, my my guy, living the life. There they are. There are my headphones. All right, found the headphones. Here we go. It's like a dang race against time. Feel like I'm Hitman right now. Well, there, there is no race here on this. You know, it's just two, two guys chilling, talking. You know, it's a, a chance to fucking put some good, good vibes out there in the world. You know what I mean? The smoking section without smoking. Well, at least I can't smoke. So, 
Uh, yeah, I was you about gonna to say, to, you're going to have to smoke for both of them. I'm smoking right now. Yeah. <laughs> Can you hear me clearly? Yeah, well, well, hey, so check it out, brother. So first I want to first I want to say doing the podcast with me and you know taking some time out, you know what I mean? Cuz it, it really does mean a lot. Um but I wanted I wanted to give you a, you know, a quick a quick moment to just tell the people, you know, who you are, where you came from, kind of uh like your origin, origin story, story. Oh man. Uh, okay. Uh, you can hear me, right? Everything is clear. You can hear me clearly. Um, yeah, I got you. I can hear how you, you guys doing? Welcome to the smoking section with myself, the red man who walks the earth, I guess you could say. Um, I guess my origin starts, uh, I don't know why I always say this, man, but, uh, May 13th, 1989, man, uh, I was born with a with a terminal chronic chronic terminal illness uh called cystic fibrosis it's a dna inherited disease um you can only get it through birth the uh dna contracted type thing uh one of my chromosomes is is tainted it's malfunctioning so it makes my body overproduce mucus and and breaks down my body slowly over time deteriorates over time because of mucus infection scar tissue from lung infections coughing all that great stuff um i'm from oakland california yay area 510 and i reside now in the 818 um in of my life i've been dancing since i was nine uh just dancing doing what dan doing whatever dancing i could uh i started clowning at 11 and i was clowning until i turned 14 until i went to high school and you know i was most of my life i was in the house anyway because of my health you know in and out of hospitals doctors you know, I had different procedures that I had to go through as a kid, as a baby, <clears throat> that I survived, got through at least. And, uh, you know, seven, 17 years later, here I am, uh, another man in the world, doing my best to, to make a difference one day at a time, you know, through dance, through uh, interaction, through energy, through sharing wisdom, and you know just just being dread man it's it's a it's a different time to be dread these days but you know that, that's just me that's where i come from that's how i've gotten to the point where i'm at right now that's the without going into too much detail that's that's pretty much my origin well well, I mean, listen, bro. I've known you. I've known you for fuck some some time now, about five, six years now. You know what I mean. So a lot of this I know already. Like you know what I mean. But I feel like it's good for the world to hear it too. You know what I mean. And and because a lot of people, I don't think, you know, you know, we've had this talk many times, but it's like no one ever 
ever takes the time to kind of sit down and appreciate what's going on around them. You know what I mean? At the, at the current moment, you know, we either look too far into the future or too far into the past. And it's like, you know, sometimes we need to, to look at each other and be like, damn dog, you've been dealing with this yeah. for how long? You've been dancing That's for a, a lot. Of, you know, you're not, yeah. you're, you're not the only one, but you're the main one. You're one of the main ones besides somebody like, you know, shout outs to, to beast, uh, Sherwin, he's another person that, that really understands and, and knows the the internal com, the internal com, the internal flux capacity that is dread. Like he knows it, just like you, you know. And yeah, man, it's 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 hard to stop and smell the roses these days, man. With everything going on and. You know, unfortunately, well, fortunately and unfortunately for me, I am a very conqueror type person. I've always been a conqueror type person almost my entire life from having to fight through struggles of just trying to stay alive to just trying to be able to to have a normal breath. You know what I'm saying? To where I'm at now, where it's like, you know, before my breath runs out, I got to do as much as I can. I got to compete and, and get as many accolades as I can, not only for the legacy of my fam, my little homies, but also just the legacy of, you know, me and my mom, my mother, you know, sacrificing everything she could at 17, 18 to have me type shit. You know what I mean? So for me, uh, you know, I, I, I also, it's, 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 it's definitely hard. I agree. It's hard to, to really sit back and look at you know, everything you've done, you know, it's in the back of your mind. You think about it. It's, it's always like an internal thing. It's always something that's driving you, but you never really like sit there and really stop and smell the roses. <laughs> and then by the time it's time, you know, either, you know, God forbid something has happened to you, something's happened to your family or you passed and, you know, your, your friends and loved ones and other people have to smell the roses for you. So, you know, I appreciate uh, I appreciate this type of platform where, you know, hopefully it'll help other people, you know, whoever comes on to this, you know, be able to stop and reminisce and, and smell the roses as well. It's a it's a dope thing to have these days, man. Um, it's, it's definitely dope to have this type of shit. Yeah, man. I mean, I mean, I just, you know, this whole season, bro, has been about you know, it has been about emotional, mental, social health. Like, you know what I mean? And it was, you know, and you know, you know, like what I was going through with my breakup. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you know the history of that relationship. And so, you know, for me, I was like, you know what? I need to figure out, because dance, you know, just dance wasn't scratching that itch for me no more. You know what I mean? So it was like, all right, I'm going to do this podcast then let me speak it out you know let me actually verbally say this these things i heard you know what i mean and so as men you know coming out off the streets and shit we never had that outlet you know that's why we played football that's why we danced that's why we did this that's why we did that you know and i think it's time now you know that that we start having these conversations bro. like you know what i mean like it's men like it's just this man uh, i mean real life for a lot i mean for me real talk i mean dance to an extent is still that 
it still gets that itch for me, but it's slowly starting to get to that point now where no, it doesn't. And a lot of things that, you know, that a lot of people miss is that, you know, Um, different scratches I mean different itches require different scratches and and it's and us as right well if dance cured this scratch maybe it'll cure this scratch and even though you pull from a different psychological standpoint and you pull from a different emotional standpoint when you're dancing sometimes the emotional still lingers it's still there it's still keeping you up at night it's still bothering you it's still taking your energy away from conquering and doing more positive things throughout the day because you're still thinking about it so of course like i i 100 agree that you know sometimes yeah. speaking just doesn't do you know sometimes dancing just doesn't do it anymore you got to speak about it you got to talk about it you got to be able to vent people have forgotten how to vent and certain people have forgotten how to listen to people vent and not judge and just like let people vent and share. Share empathy, but then also share wisdom, share knowledge, share experiences and how people, they were going through the same thing as you, um, you know, share ways of how you got through it and see if any of those ways can help the next person or sharing your ways might help somebody figure out a new way and that's a new energy that's in the world uh, a lot of people have i feel like people in this generation in this day and age have forgotten that we've forgotten how sharing things is like one of the best ways to not only give insight to how people think people's energy people's mindset people's emotional health but it's also a good way to bring forth new things you can't bring in new things while you're still holding on to old things so it's it's crazy yeah and you know these these days too man i just feel like so much of our stuff is on social media which is a good and a bad thing you know what i mean and I just feel like text texting these things sometimes isn't always the best way, you know, because there's there's demeanor in our body language and there's a certain this about our, you know, our tone and the infliction of our voice, you know what I'm saying? And so with this, bro, like, you know what I mean? Like with this whole thing, like that's why I'm glad I have you on cuz I feel like you're real, like you're real you're in depth with your emotions. You know what I'm saying? Like, and people get that I'm confused passionate. with being emotional. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, passionate. Ah, I'm like very he's passionate and he's about telling y'all how he and I know. Feels. Like, and one yeah, thing, you know what I mean? You're men like, don't know how to be emotionally passionate, but still firm and masculine. People associate being passionate with being feminine, and it's that's not the case. Like, if you know how to if you know how to speak about your emotions, it means that you're intellectually in depth with what you know and what you feel. And no one can ever convince you, you don't feel the way you feel isn't real. It's like, no, it's real. It may not, it may be misguided. 
it may be at a premature premature stage, but what I feel is what I feel. And you know, it's it's great that I'm glad that you know whoever sees it can see it because it, it's hard to it's hard to stay dedicated to that. It's hard to feel comfortable with that these days. It really is. It's it's difficult. I feel for anybody and everybody that that has to go through that because it, that's a it's a, we're in a difficult time to be able to be like that and people see it as being passionate instead of being feminine. Well, I mean, I understand, you know, me, you, everybody. We got insecurities. We got things that make us insecure. You know what I mean? And for, and I know, I know for a fact, I know for a fact, some of your insecurities are bred because of your dancing. You know, your, what's, what you've went through and and things that you've had to face bred certain insecurities inside of you. Just like my dancing, like my dancing has bred certain insecurities inside of me, I think. I think all dancers kind of feel that a little bit. You know what I mean? But one thing, one thing I do, one thing I do want to ask you though is, is, is what's one thing that ever made you like, what's the, what's the moment for you right now in your career? Like, like you, like somebody like hella random come up to you and say, well, dread, what's, what's your biggest moment that you ever had? Or when, when did you ever feel the most accomplished? Or when do you feel that you really succeed? Like what's one moment that like clicks fast in your head? Blessed to have some some really great moments in my career with dance. I think, um, I think still, I have some newer moments that have been just as emotionally um, fulfilling for me. I mean, every moment I, I try to feel every moment that I have in Crump. Every moment, um, any tournament win, any battle win any session win because there's wins and sessions too there's levels and sessions too there's the feeling of of really having that moment where you connect to the music you connect with the people around you while you're sessioning and just whatever you do people are on finally on your wavelength that's also you know a big moment for some people it's been a big moment for me in certain sessions as well i think for me Say, I, I can't put it on one, but I will say that one of the biggest ones uh, was, uh, of course, uh, around 2014 when I won the the last. I think it was the last round tournament they they had for the realm. I don't, you know, that we haven't had a realm in a long time, um, and that was. <laughs> That was a, a crazy experience. That was a very crazy experience for me in Crump. Like, that was a very crazy experience. Um, I was, let's see, 2014. I'm in my 20s. I had just came, I had just battled Little NY Madness, Rock, the old Little NY Madness. Shout outs to Rock Claw. Uh, Instagram, Rocklaw, at Raw Visuals, Instagram handle. Takes amazing pictures now. Um, It was right after I battled him. It was was a two-part thing. I remember when the video of me and his battle, it just blew up. I remember it just randomly, I was randomly walking to work one morning 
and it just it the whole video everything just blew up about it everybody was talking about it and i remember like two months later was the realm and i remember i was like i was so nervous i was so scared and nervous to do that tournament i remember i think that was around the time i was doing the work just got really confident in okay i need to laugh there's a certain level of, of confidence you get once you realize like okay i really want to train i really want to laugh i really want to create i really want to have that will that confidence to go in there and do my best shit part of my friend so i uh, i remember i was doing six hour days i would get up six seven in the morning go to work at nine get to work by nine i would work until about i want to say two or three three or four i would get home at five or six and i would practice from six to damn near 11 12 o'clock at midnight every day i was doing it every day for two months straight i think the only day i rested was It was like the day my mom, we both me and my mom were home. So I was like, oh yeah, no. If we, if we all got moms and we all know when moms be like, I don't want to hear that music. You'd be like, all right, mom, I'm done. So uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like, all right, let me kick it back. So I remember, <laughs> oh, uh, shit. <laughs> I remember I went, shout out to my twin. I remember uh, he picked me up and we, you know, we're heading out there. He's asking me how I feel about it. I'm like, bro, I don't even know if I'm going to do it. And I remember I uh I remember walking up to sign up. And 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 I, and, I, and me personally, I'm a very energy spiritual person in my life. And I remember I was just asking the universe like, tell me when to go. Tell me when to sign up. So, you know, we finished the workshops, crazy amazing workshops by the creator Tight Eyes. And I, I remember I was just sitting there. I was like, man, should I do it? Man, should I do it? And I remember a little voice in my head said, sign up now. And I remember that I signed up. And I was ninth person. Sign up sheet. And uh, I remember, and it was crazy because my mom had a conversation with me prior to going in to the event and she had said something deep to me. And then the next day she kind of reiterated the same thing, but she said it in a different way. But she reminded me that my life path number spiritually is the number nine. When I signed up as number nine, I was like, mm. I was still so scared and nervous. I never thought about it. So, so fast forward, bam, I go in, I do the prelim. I had one of the best prelims in my group. Shut it down. And I was like, okay. I mean, it's cool if I. I there's so many great. There were so many great people in it. I remember. I, I get. You know, I got into it last minute. Street noise was in it. Twigs, my brother from my my bro bro from Japan. Shout outs to Twigs. Twigs fam, KOB ENT. Uh, I remember Twigs was in it. My my close friend of years, Rockstar was in it, Native was in it, the homie Rambo, Twin Basics was in it, Tiger was in it, 
Shout outs to Mad Roots. My boy Tiger was in it. Bino was in it. Shout outs to my little bro Bino. Love that nigga, man. Um, it's so many great people were in it. I was like, man, I don't know, but you know, whatever happens, happens. And I remember uh, me and my twin, we were late to the start of the event. And, you know, I, I kind of got dressed up. I was like, I'm just going to watch. I'm just going to chill, enjoy, support. I didn't think it was my time yet. And I remember I walked in and they were announcing the names. And I looked at the stage right as Chess said, Dread, very last person, <laughs> very last person to, to get announced. And I literally turned around and said, well, I guess I got to go change. And I literally went and changed. And uh, the rest of that night was history for for me. Like, I beat people that I would have never thought I would have beaten. Uh, Stone, South Truck, he was J Madman. Um, Twigs, man, I, I believe, I still talk about it to this day. Twigs gave me the craziest minute or minute 30, minute 20. I don't know if it was 45 seconds, but this this man gave me the a round of all rounds. And I remember I was just sitting there like, oh my God, what the hell am I about to do versus that? And I remember that same little voice was just like, just do it, just go, just be you, just go. This is what you waited for. And uh, I really pushed, I pushed myself. And right when I was gonna stop, I remember something told me, keep going. I had just did something and I remember I was sitting there looking around and something said, keep going. And I said, okay, I'm gonna keep going. And I turned around, I started, I kept dancing. I remember I, remember I saying, it's a battle now. Now it's a battle. And I, I did something crazy and I, and I really pushed myself. At the end, I remember it was me, it was Street Noise, and it was Bino, and I remember I was just, there's very few times where you just feel like you're just gonna swing till your arms can't swing no more. And I remember that was the first time I ever felt like that. And I remember when, when Miho, he raised my hand, he raised my hand, but he, he, he passed the winnings to me and he raised my hand and I remember just everybody exploding. And I remember I'm looking at my hands with everything in it. I'm like, I won, I did it, I won. It was my first big tournament. It was the first tournament I ever competed in. And, and I won the first time I ever went into something like that, I won. And, and I remember like I went outside afterward. I think I took the biggest breath of air and I think I wanted to cry and I couldn't. I was just like, yo, like I really did it. And that was the probably biggest, one of the biggest best feelings I've had ever in my career, like ever. It, I still have not experienced anything that, res that resonates with me, the, the amount of energy, the, the amount of feeling I had after that. Going through it, and after it, like, I don't have anything that amounts to that. That was truly one of the best experiences in my career, truly. See, and, and that's one of those things where I'm like, you know, I just wish you could have a pause button. right. If there. I had a pause moment, so I will say if I had a pause, you know I, mean? I think that pause that button would still be on. <laughs> 
because that that because that feeling I, I I would say yeah that feeling for me was possibly how you felt when you won the the Beast Camp Rookies Tournament to earn a spot to battle at the Buckster. I think for me that that oh, feeling yeah. of oh I did it oh yeah come on I think. It was probably the same feeling you had when you went against all the peers that you were coming up with, and you just every single one beating them, fighting. This is for me. This is for my son. This is for my father. This is for my family. Like you just kept going, just kept trucking, just kept going. Like I'm gonna swing till I can't no more. Like I, me personally, like if I was to compare it, I think your first big tournament <laughs> win. I think in time back, you know, as you. You know, in another five to ten years, you'll look back on that moment like I look back on mine, and it'll it'll resonate with you. Of, of accomplishment, but it also gives you a sense of you know what can I do? I've, I've done that. Yeah, yeah, I. Uh... I remember that, dude, and I remember, uh, you know, I definitely do remember, like, afterwards, there's that high you have for a little bit, you know, you're like, yo, that shit was crazy, like, yo, and you just reminisce about the night and shit, like, yeah, I I get it, man, Um, listen, so we're coming here, we're coming here towards the end, bro, I wanted to give you a chance, Um, this is going to be something I start doing with everybody, but uh, leave a little gym like what's your what's your dreads uh, gym dreads of the day gym of the day for everybody who's going to be tuning in i will say this don't don't be afraid the way don't be afraid to do things the way that no one else is doing it um since 70 about 15 years, 14 years, maybe you could say. And uh, I have always done things the hard work way. You don't give up way. The, you know, you follow, you know, there's a, there's an invisible code in Crump that a lot of people have lost sight of. There's a, there's like a pecking order. There's a, there's a level of pecking order. And then there's a level of feeling intention affirmation and connection with the energy that is crumb. That's how you experience it. Don't be afraid. Don't get discouraged when things aren't going the way that you envision it. The way things are going is the way that it's supposed to go to build you up to be able to take on everything. Nothing is going to be given to you in life and nothing is given to you in dance. The more work you do and the more you love yourself as well as the movement, the more that love is translated through your work and the more people will love as the day goes on, I guess. So love them. Pretty much don't be afraid to, to connect and give into that energy and let that energy propel you forward.
Hey, even that's that beginning part, bro, talking about don't be afraid to be different. Like, that was always, you know, when I when I started crumping, you know, dancing under you and shit, it was like, I'm going to do things my way. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Dred's telling me to do it. I'm going to do this. But weird, I'm man. Being I'm weird is the new cool. Shit different. That's what I say. Um, <laughs> if you weird, you're cool. There's no cool in, in dance. There's no yeah. cool in the life energy of dance. It's either love or fear. Don't act out of fear in dance. Act out of love. Love your training. Love your energy. Love your people. And love your path. No matter how hard or how easy it is. Love it. To it, the more love is given to the world. The more fear you give to it, the more fear is given to the world. There's only two trees in life: love or fear. Which one are you going to act out of? You act out of love, it'll the longevity of you will go tenfold through generations. You act out of fear, you'll create yourself before you even start. My dog. Well, listen, bro, it was a pleasure having you on. Thank you. And uh, 